0: Good morning, everyone. It is a pleasure to see everyone. We're going to be learning today as we continue with our ser- a crash course in the Jewish life cycle. And today, we've reached three years old. We spent a lot of time in the first month of life. Now we get to the upsherin, or what's known as the Chalukah, um, which is the cutting of the hair of a boy at the age of three years old. I'd like to start off by thanking um, the sponsor of the series in general, Suri Stern, who is sponsoring this uh, in- entire series of learning. I also want to to, to, to thank um, Elliot and Shandy who are sponsoring today's share. We'll nishmas the Baba Yom yotzat of um of Eliot's father, Yosef C Venerapesa Khalevi. Baba Yom Nishmasai Thank you for making this opportunity to learn Will Our words our learning and our continue learning afterwards should be a true merit for his Nishama. We are also going to uh, today's issue is also sponsored by Shaloman and Laurie Huberfeld in honor of Ayelet's marriage later this afternoon, Be'ez Hashem B'Sha'ah Let us learn a little bit over here. So this is one of the what we'll call more mysterious aspects of the Jewish lifestyle. We should remember that anytime there's something special to do in the Jewish lifestyle, it's an opportunity to embrace and do well and to investigate and not just have good food. Um, that may be part of it, but it's important to find out more, to engage, to connect, because it's an opportunity to, to inspire our children. The question is, is what is this, why is this, and, 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 uh, and how does this work exactly? So the truth is, is that it is, a, it is shrouded in mystery in the sense that it does not appear in mainstream sources. So if you look through the Gemara, it was certainly Tanakh, if you look through the Shulchan Arach, you will not find mention of this custom at all. Um, it is a custom which seems to be deeply Kabbalistic, and is is mentioned in later sources. No se Some of the commentators in Shulchan Aruch mention it, and certainly some of the later the, the later halachic and uh, and philosophical uh, material mentions it. But let's let's explore two avenues, two tracks in trying to understand what this is, and we'll deal with some of the details. So one of the places that's famously pointed to is the is in the 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 Shari Chuva over here is not referring to Rabbeinu Yonah's mm-hmm. work about how to do repentance, the Shari Tshuva over here is referring to Tshuva as responsa. So this means the gateways of responsa. What does that mean? So on Shulchan Aruch, he realized that the Shulchan Aruch was only speaking in the 1500s. Why? Because that's when he lived. So after the Shulchan Aruch lived, there were many other ideas or concepts or minhagi which developed um, they were post Shulchan So how do you couch those? What's the framework for those? So he wrote the Sharei Tshuvah on this. And then of course this idea became very very popular and later on there was the Piskit uh, piskei Piskit and, uh, and piskei Shuvah so now on Arachain there's piskei Shuvah and there's all kinds of later We'll call it a response of the generations of real-life cases post Shulchan Arach. But the Sharei Tshuvah was the one of the earlier ones who did this and he says, um, <clears throat> the following. I'd like to learn it together with you on on uh, the, the, uh, page, uh, page two, where he's describing and he's discussing the halachas of Chol HaMoi. This is in the sixth chilek of Mishnah Bura, where we're discussing, can you get a haircut on Chol HaMoi? And the halacha is, generally speaking, not. Then it says, well, what about a cotton? What about a minor? So, in that case, the Shoshua says it is all right. In this case, the usually says, Ain ha-melech He quotes the Gan HaMelech who says, Umutola hash choice simchas hatiglachas shoys in a coton kidelahag deal hasimcha bemoid. Umitsu nami He says that in fact you are allowed to delay the cutting of a child's hair till cholamoid. Now this is exactly usually the opposite of what it is with the parents, with adults. Because you, know, you understand, that one of the reasons why you're not allowed to cut hair on Cholamoyed as an adult is because what are people going to do? They're working really hard. It's tax season coming to to The to, to <coughs> Yom right? the Rame it's so busy. So what are people going to do? They're going to leave all their hair cutting appointments to Cholamoyed. And that's not the way we should be celebrating Cholamoyed. So, so therefore, the halacha is, you're not allowed to cut in Cholamoyed. They're by forcing people to do all their preparations of Yom Tov before Yom Tov and coming to Yom Tov looking like a mensch. That's part of the, the, the logic. But when it comes to a child, in fact, it's the other way around. You're allowed to, says the Gana Melech, leave it to, to increase the Simcha that's associated with it. This. this is not practical. This is spiritual. Why is it such a matter of joy? He says, It comes from a practice found in the land of Israel. It's when you do the first haircut. Notice he isn't saying, three years yet, but he's saying that the first time you have this haircut, it is a special opportunity. What is the logic behind that? He says, he explains, Because you're educating the child that you should have the Payas HaRosh, the corners of the head, which is fascinating. Fascinating halach. And in fact, he goes on to, to, uh, to quote a Kabbalistic source, which is the Ayn Pre Eitz Chaim. Who is the Pre Eitz Chaim? Who is the author of that? Rav Vital. Chaim Vital, the primary student of the Arizal, the one who redacted most of the Arizal's ideas. So the Pre Eitz Chaim that, that um, records, she, she, he said, um, Rav Elazar b'nai b'Meronin, velag ba'aymer, she'ra es moira Arizal, she kahalach sham legalach es b'nai b'Mishtev Simcha ba'Yom ha'Mahem. Rav Chaim Vital testifies that he saw his master, the Arizal, cut his own son's hair, the first haircut, there in Meron. And that has become the practice, people do this all the time. I was actually uh, we were in with a family in Israel about a year and a half ago. We happened to be going back from Tiberia down to Jerusalem, and we saw a sign for Meron. And how could you pass by a sign that says Meron without turning in? Uh, it was a Tuesday afternoon at what six o'clock in the afternoon, and you'd think you know maybe it's an off season. There was not a single parking spot available at the, at, at the time. And there were uh, 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 and there were two of these going on right then, just as it happens to be besides so everything else. This is this is where where, it, where it's at, um, and uh, and this is, goes down to this practice of Arizal. But if you think about this for a moment, so what's the primary function of this? Says the says the, the Shuvah, is is that the notion of chinuch of educating, as to as to payos harosh, which is fascinating because it's it's really actually a positive expression of a negative mitzvah. If you think about that, right? So the mitzvah is, you're not allowed to cut certain corners on the head that, one, that one's not allowed to shave. So one would say, okay, if one's not doing that, one is in compliance with the halacha. But it's interesting that that's not the case here. We're saying that it's more important, in fact, to, to emphasize that space that there's, not going to, that there's going to be extra hair as well. It is worthwhile noting that when you look at the, the, the non-Jewish world in general, still to today, the hairstyles, the hairstyles in the non-Jewish world are always focused on the top of the head. Whereas the Jewish hairstyles are focused on the side of the head, the, the payos. It's interesting to know. Today, today it's still, mm-hmm. if you look at the, 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 the latest, um, you know, haircuts of, uh, of, uh, teen, uh, of teenagers, of boys in high school, very short sides and like um, incredibly, um, incredibly unruly hair which is falling over the top. You know, And this wasn't something new, they were trying to be unique, but this isn't something new, this is the way that, um, in fact, the, the, you know, the, the, the way that it was um, in the days of old, in the Mohawks, that's the times of the Gomorrah, and the way that people used to cut their hair was always to the exclusion of the sides. And the Jews in a certain sense the opposite. I remember when my first son, when my Moshe, was born, he only had hair on the sides. And uh, it took a while for him to sort of catch up. We called it a preceding hairline. You know, <laughs> we were waiting for the, the time that it would, it would take hold. But nonetheless, that's a very Jewish perspective. right? The mohawk, the, the hair on the top, is not the, is not the way that Jews go. And this seems to be an expression of uniqueness of Judaism. And what is interesting is, is, as much as the non-Hasidim will rag the Hasidim and say, you know, why do you look like that? If you think about it, that has become the tzura, of what a Jew looks like you know certainly in the anti-semitic um, uh, um, propaganda that is the the Jew is always the one who has the side locks. The side locks has become very much associated, has become an emphasis, emphasis on looking different, on being distinct and unique as well. And So this is, this is when we start this process, this journey, we want to make sure that we're, our, our mores, our values, our culture is not going to be that of the street as much as we, we very much associate in so many ways with the culture around us. We want this child's journey to be distinct as well. And, and couldn't be more true at a time like this where, where we're reminded how distinct we are. But there's that's, we'll call it, a, in a certain sense, a safeguard or a distingu, distinguishing factor. There is another perspective, and this is talked about, interestingly enough, in the response of the Tshuva Svahan Hagos. Does anybody remember who this is? Moshe Sternbach Sh, um, is the Ab based uh, on the Eida Charedis in Yerushalayim today, um, and he wrote uh, he writes in his Chovas um, the following observation, which is a very famous idea it's found in many places, but he summarizes it beautifully, um, where he says the fo- the following he says the, uh, uh, the uh, in the first line he says Gimel Shonim shanim areleim yihiyu, the apostle tells us that for three years you will remain uncircumcised. What is this referring to? The referring to trees. Is referring to trees, that trees remain un, um, unpicked for three years. Um, and he says the, that's a metaphor. The human being is like the tree of the field, the fruit tree. So you don't pick the fruit of the tree for three years. Even though we do try to educate a child to say brachas before three years old if they're capable, and they certainly are. Um, nonetheless, that's because the way they can speak. And he quotes the Ramah and he who says that Ba' Torah that when a child is three years old, you start teaching them the Aleph Beis He says um, he, and he quotes the Tanchuma and he goes on further to say in the next paragraph. He's like, because up to three years, a child's not really in, in full-fledged mode, mode of speaking. Although children are very sophisticated, but over Shana is the core period. Kodesh. The halacha is when it comes to a fruit tree, whether here in Chutz LaAretz or in Eretz Yisrael, certainly in Eretz Yisrael. Um, for the first three years, you're not allowed to take the fruits off. But in the fourth year, it's a year called Netz Ravi. Where in fact you're allowed to, and you're, it's a mitzvah to take those fruits, but you may must eat those fruits in your shrine because they have a level of kedusha much much like maaser Sarshani And so, what what's being said over here is what's the application? la 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 What are you doing? You have a child who's really at this point in time been, you know gabbling and you know not really uh, d- d- you know d- necessarily contributing to a conversation at this point they become sophisticated enough to really engage in intellectual conversations at that point in time you want to consecrate their conversation their expression the fruit of the child in a certain sense is 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 who they are what they express their identity you want that to be holy to god well okay in Mr. Yeh Magra the <laughs> and, he, and he goes and he goes the Chazon says, wa- mazek The says, "Kabbalistically, you shouldn't bring this earlier." then the then they're, they're necessary. I don't know the, the source of the Khazanish, but nonetheless he says it specifically should be after the birthday of the, of the child as well. So if you think about this from, the, from this perspective, actually I had a few boys around the table, some of my son's friends, and I said, do you remember, like, do you remember your Chalukah, your, your Upsherin? You know, so one of them said an interesting thing. He said, I do remember, he said, I was really scared. I ran to my room. He says, because from my experience, I never had my hair cut, so I associated it with being painful because any other part of the body that you want to cut off is not going to be a very fun experience. You think about it from that, from that perspective. And there's something true about that if you think about it in terms of in terms of well, what's, what's really going on over here. Here you have an ancillary part of the body, a beautiful part, an expressive part of the body. Right? People use their hair to express themselves. One of the things I remember that uh, Rose Lubin, who was, who was murdered in the Old City a few weeks ago, um, it was uh, the girl from Atlanta, if you remember. And so her dad at the funeral, I was at the funeral to hire her. And so the father said it was not a single year of her life that she had the same hairstyle. She colored her hair, she shaved her hair, she had, she, her hair, she was a very artistic person. And so her hair was her expression. Hair is a way we express ourselves, how we cut it, how we brush it, what color we, we, we make it. Hair is an expression of self. So here you have this child, in a certain sense, it's sort of unpruned, un, un, undirected. Just, just growing, just beautiful, cute, still baby-like. And then what do you do? You, you take this moment now to sort of, now you, start, now you start guiding it. Now you start formatting. Now you start giving direction to, the, to this child. I was actually speaking to uh, Menachem Penna before, and he, he pointed out such a beautiful thing. He says, in Chinuch, it's important to see where the child is growing first, and then to prune. Sometimes we prune before we see where they're growing. Meaning, say, see what their hair looks like. See, see, we we'll see what's happening, and every child's different and unique. And then slowly, we we, we try to we we try to channel that 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 that, that growth. We try to pull it in the right direction as well. So, like a fruit tree growing in all directions, we're going to say, okay, you know, there's there's something special. This, this child knows how to dance. This child knows how to write. This child knows how to sing. This child knows how to remember. We're gonna we gonna try to channel all that in the unique way of of this child. But you have to wait first to see what what it looks like, and that's the. The, the, you're, you're channeling that speech, that creativity, that, that personality into a way of, of Kedushah as well. This is a very different idea to the idea of the, the so to speak, the, the uniqueness of Judaism, of the Pe'os HaRosh as well, which is uh, as identified in the Shari's show in both. Both are true at the same time. It's important to talk to children. They resonate much more on this idea. One is, is we, and we, we can talk to the children. We should, we should speak to them. We should, we should get on the floor. We should talk to them at their level and say, this is what makes you look specially Jewish is we're going to make sure we're not cutting over here. And uh, what I want you to know is that now it's like a special fruit tree. You're like a tree. Like You know the tree has fruit that grows out. Now this is your fruit. We're going to make it now that we're going to grow even more. And we're going to carry on. We're going to carry on uh, uh, cutting your fruit because you're going to produce so much. There are ways to talk to to, to children about the, their uniqueness and their, be- their their beauty at this time. A few a few is when should one make the date? So this is discussed in. It's, uh, I got of course this is obviously talked about in the later later But Baruch Saboisim says that this should be specifically on the date of three years old specifically when they turn three years old which is not always possible because you know we want a nice sunday afternoon party with the sun shining right so it's like you know sometimes so chazanesh says don't make it late don't make it don't don't, don't make it early make it late but don't make it early so if, you, if you're, you're working around dates and it's necessary you can delay. It. and in fact similarly if let's say one wants to uh make it uh, delay it for the sake of going to meron so like i know with my sister when she's in areas as well she had a few of these questions and people will delay it. They'll delay it to, to go see Rav Chaim Kanievsky, to to give a bracha to the child. They'll go. They'll delay it to get to Eretz or they delay it to get to like Omer. That's all right. You're allowed. You're allowed to delay it for that for for those kind of things to 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 emphasize the mitzvah as well. Um, it is a, it is true that one should push it off if it's on Rosh Chodesh. One should one should push it off one day if it's, it happens to fall on Rosh Chodesh. And uh, if it's on Chol Hamoyed, one can certainly make it as that's where this, the source of the Saloha actually starts as you just looked about as well. So when it comes to the party, I know that so many people plan what the colors are going to look like and the theme and, who's going to, and what everybody's going to wear and things like that. Those are all fantastic ancillary details. But, but when it comes to actually the way you want sets it up, it should be a, 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 that the child will associate this experience with being a happy and joyous occasion. That's the primary focus. So prior, the focus should not be what? The in-laws think and will think and what the guests will say and the the reviews they'll get and the posts on social media those are all very nice but in the end of the day it's what will make this child feel happy what will make this child how will this child not feel scared how will the child child feel that this is their party and a very especially unique moment yes Elia. yeah i I note that you're using the term child you're talking about both boys and girls i've never heard of enough sharing for a girl that's true certainly if we go uh, to the pace uh, I mean, it isn't that it would be for girls. Correct, but, uh, correct. It's, it is for boys, you're right. You're 100% right. Uh, the, these days, we just use the uh, common... So your philosophy, though, should be for girls also, you know. I, this is not my philosophy, but I appreciate you know, the, you know, the, you know, the attribution. You know, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, when it comes to the Peyros Arosh, <coughs> certainly it's, only, it's only, only a boy related. And even when it comes to the, the idea of the payros the, the Peyros as well, if the Peyros are understood specifically as Torah, we'll call it strictly Torah, then the chiyav of Torah is, more, more is, is on a man, not a woman. But we'll call it the expression, certainly has, and today we are blessed to have a society in which women are learning Torah and are in, in, incredible proliferators and teachers of Torah. There's no question about that. The chiyav still remains on a boy, which is why this, uh, this practice seems to have evolved for, for young boys. Um, at the same time, I would say it is important to, to, to make sure without... You know, not, not trying to create a new minhagim, min- but it is important to find every moment in life that one can for boys and girls to make sure that they love their Judaism, right? So whatever we can do to, to ensure a party, a sabrachas, a party, whatever it is that we are doing something special, habits we, this this particular minhag developed over the last centuries around boys, um, I think one should look for opportunities to make special parties for girls as well. Yes. No, just interesting that you know we made a connection between this and Orla as as the trees. And the trees never—it's never past three; it's always within to the third year because the Russian changes. So you would think that if it's co- the comparison would be interesting to the third year. Should be. For good, time. good question. Good question. I don't know. That's a very good question. So uh, I, I don't know. It seems to be we take we take it uh, we take it as is. We take it as is as well. Also happens to be a good time in terms of a, ch- a child being weaned and a child being potty trained, hopefully, um, as well. Yeah. So, uh, but the different cycles of the tree, fr- uh, the tree's uh, uh, seasons. Um, there's a lot of a lot of things. I don't know if anybody's been to, a, a, to an option where it's done really well, where there's somebody who's experienced who's done it. You know, like I always find it's like the rabbi is the afterthought. It's like, oh, by the way, <laughs> two days beforehand, we're, do we're doing this. But like, no, no no <laughs> the rabbi should be the way you plan it around it, meaning how are you going to make it that the child is going to experience this in a in a joyous way? And so if you see it done really well, uh, you'll you'll see that there are rabbis there who do this beautifully. there are, there are who know how to do this properly and there's a lot of a lot of men around this. You'll see that that, that, that um, if you come prepared, there's a board which is with the Aleph base, and the board with the Aleph base is covered and laminated and they put Honey on each of the letters, and they go through each of the letters. Say aleph, aleph, and they touch the, the like a lollipop or it, you know, on onto the honey and the baby licks it Say bays, and they go through it. If you see sometimes I've seen a beautiful thing where they have a scroll, a parchment. On the parchment, they have the pesukim, Keilah Morasha Kila which is the first Pesuk a child is supposed to say. And this should happen earlier on, as, as the the Rav Moshe Shlomach pointed out. and the child reads it. Say Usually a child at three. My my daughter at three was uh, was singing this fluently, um, but. Uh, but say Hamalach uh, Then to go to Shmaya Yisrael Hashem Echad, VaYikra El Moisheh, V'Adaber Hashem Elov Moel Moed Lemar And we know the midrash says the beginning of Pashas Vay- uh, of Sefer VaYikra that uh, that that the children who are pure should come and involve themselves in pure pure um, the purity of Karbanos, which is why we start with VaYikra. And so they, they say the first pass of VaYikra and Torah Tehei Munasi, V'Kelsha Shakai VeEzrasi. And one, one should give a child a candy after each of the sentences they complete. Say Torah, say Tehei, say Teemu And a lot of the chi- times, you know, you think, will the children be able to do this? Children le- rise to the bars we set them, you know, in a large sense. And, and the child will say this and give them, give them candy, give them incentivization. Celebrate every time they complete one of these sentences. If it's done well, this is not just a party for the parents. This, this is really actually about the children as well. There are those who have a honey cake. Um, to, uh, as well today. I mean just the, the problem is that, that our sugar overload has, you know, has made it today that honey cake is like you know it's like I don't understand it's not pink and ne- neon pink uh, you know so it's like so you know so today it's become a little hard in the standards. I remember the first time we came to the, the when we moved to the five towns I think our children had more candy on the first Shabbos in the five towns than two years in Chicago you know. It's just like, <laughs> So you have to sort of figure out what the, what's, what's important um, as well. It's also a special opportunity to to initiate yarmulke and tzitzis, if appropriate. Um, So again, if appropriate means to say is that a child should not be wearing tzitzis if they're not potty trained. But usually by that age they are just because the camps and schools will say, no, no potty training, no child, right? So the parents are forced to do this. The girls are better than the boys usually when it comes to this. But um, the, if the child is potty trained, they should be initiated. This should be the time. They feel proud to wear that tzitzis. This is the time you make a big deal. Like Abba wears tzitzis, like, like Zaidi wears tzitzis. You're gonna wear tzitzis as well. It's a very special opportunity to, for them to, to do this and to wear this. And I know, I know one, one of the children in our block still wears tzitzis for now for the last few months because of this moment in time. And with the yarmulke as well. Now the is gonna fit. Right? So uh, the, 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 after the, the initial cutting, this is, this is an opportunity to, to, to put it on as well. Mirak is, is to offer t- to the Torah to, to cut the hair. Some people in, in, in the, in the Hasidic world will go around with a child to all these different locations to, to have the, the hair cut. It's not always so easy. The child doesn't always know what's, go, what's going on. If it's possible, it's great. Or to invite invite, invite uh, to Torah personalities to, to, to the Chalukah. Give them an opportunity to, to cut. The Minag is to start, actually, the place of the, te, uh, the tefillin, to start cutting <coughs> over here, which is what the, what's called the Makhavoshay, <laughs> Miroshah Shaltinog that the, the place where child's head was, where the bone had not yet grown. That's where one should start. And one should be very careful not to cut sides that's the whole point a lot of times afterwards you'll call in the barber. you will bring the child there they have a special rate which is much higher um (laughs) i'm just (laughs) making a killing of it it was the first one they charge you more but um but then one one can finish that off as well but that can be done afterwards so you can bring the, the barber in as well but the first part should be done by relatives by torah personalities as well it's worthwhile noting just where is the, the where is the area that one should be careful? So this is just a star design, uh, the, um, the star um, um picture, which is that it, it starts just behind the top of the ear, right? That's the area of the top of the ear, and it goes to to the temples. So that area over here, where it's connected through a straight line or more curved line, um, is the area that cannot be cut below a certain grade. Uh, at the very least, a two on the sh- on the shaver is. Uh, Um, is is one cannot cut that area so one has to be very careful and and explain that's the area. If, if, as we learnt in the Shari Etshuva, that's the focus over here, is that's the area one explains that we're not going to cut, we're not um, going to cut when we grow older. It's just, it's it's funny having a teenager and seeing what teenagers want these days. There's nothing more they want to do than look like everyone else, right? And this is, this is the, one of the areas that's called into question all the time. So it's important to, to be proud of what it means to be look like a Jew. It doesn't mean to say one has to be chassidish and have side locks down to one's belt. But to, to, to be proudly uh, proud pr- uh, um, of, of one's payasarosh, to, to look like a mensch as well. Um, what, what, do one, uh, what does one do after the haircut? There's one does this after every haircut is to wash hands. You always do need to Tadam after cutting nails, after cutting hair. Most people don't know this, but now you're coming back from the barber or the hairdresser you, you didn't tell us a dime. I mean, you cut off a, a even an entire part of the body. Similarly, over here, with the chance of opportunity to educate those who are present and um, oneself, as this is, this is, this is how one, one acts as well. Um, I don't remember what the, re- the, the reason is for this. It's, uh, it seems to be a Kabbalistic reason, so it's, it's talked about when it comes to nail cutting as well. I don't remember the, 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 the reason for it. Um, but then the, there's one last facet which most people are not aware of, which is what to do with the hair afterwards so i saw a very interesting uh, um observation in shila parsha of ravel yakunt workers who says look at this observation he says muva besafer um, um sgulah tisrael and he quotes uh, who says dizal shon yesh no agim le skol hasarois achar gilohch bezahav u bekesef no is no maist stocker when mr shoots sgulashitia ben chahamtora they take the hair, which doesn't weigh too much, let me tell you, uh, right? But to take the hair and to weigh it on, a, on a, a sensitive scale and to give, let's say it's you know two grams, if if right. So you give two grams worth of silver, right? Which is you, you, you'll you you'll measure that amount as a, and the value that you'll give to Starker. He says why? <inaudible> this is ben is really going back many many centuries uh, um, he, says, uh, he says it's like the first hair of the shearing's of the sheep right when, one's, when, one's, when one proudly is a livestock owner and one is you know feeling one's sense of pride at the end of the season and it's now the sharing season is the time where one now brings it back in. One's invested and looked after them and so on. Now one's going to share and sell that wool. So it's the Reishi Sages is another part of the firsts that we dedicate to our who like the Pijol Ben style. So you're saying, how's the first of this? What are you doing? You're giving tzedakah in lieu of that as well. So you're channeling that experience um, a, 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 as well. And I think the most important part of this is all these, all these minhagim are meant to be a framework to be able to take a moment in life and make it a special moment, a spiritual moment that the child will always remember. Not the moment that the child will remember running back to their room. But the, a moment where Torah is Geshmak, where Tzvideh is Geshmak, where Tzitzis and Yarmulke, it's I'm proud to be a Jew. And that's what we try to do for our children the whole time is I want you to learn how to be proud to, to be a Jew. And this is one of those moments in life. Um, We don't have to wait for the option to do this, meaning to say there are many other times, and for the girls and for the boys, that we can think about times of how to make our children's experience of Judaism something which is elevated. Take them to the Siyamashas. Take them to, there's going to be a special concert in Madison Square Gardens with the Ishai Riboy, Take them to that. Find uh, if there's going to be a special shiur, there's going to be a kumzitz, there's going to be a Malava Malka. There's going to be something special. Take them and allow them to experience. Show them your joy of being part of these things. We take them to the ball games, we take them to the hockey games, we take them to all. But if that's our only geschmack, we're expressing them, then that's what they're going to run to. We have to educate them what really matters in life, what is that we want to be running to as well. And and the entertainment is fun, but that's that, that, that's secondary to what it means to, 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 to be a Jew. We should be able to look for many opportunities. Anytime we hear of an opportunity for our children our grandchildren, we should be running to, to enhance it and show that this is what really matters.